Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel. That's every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel for all of our coverage on all the South Florida teams. We just did a floor is yours for us on the heat last week, but also you can catch up with all the Dolphins programming, whether it's yard prep, final yard, 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 you work. We do lots of yard stuff over there. So make sure that you check it out. All of our Dolphins programming, our MMA programming, We've got more than 13,000 subscribers. Of course, it's free. So find out why. Also, fivereasonsports.com. Brady Hawk has given you a heat article pretty much every day. He's now breaking down particular sets that the heat run. So make sure that you check that out. You will not get more detailed coverage anywhere. Also check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network. That includes our friends over at CPT. If you're looking for it, this is where you go. CPT of South Florida has been providing small and medium businesses with the technology they need for decades. They specialize in cloud hosts and phone systems and managed IT, if you own a smaller medium business, you're looking to save money on your monthly phone and internet costs, you got to give TJ a call right now. That's at 954-966-2766. Okay, if you're listening to this at night, you can wait till the morning, but make sure you call them. Again, it's 954-966-2766 or check out cpt-florida.com. That's cpt-florida.com. If you call now, there's a promotion that includes 25% off all cloud phone service, including free phones, and the first two months of service free with a cloud phone system. You can work from anywhere on any device. So again, cpt-florida.com or 954-966-2766. And now, tonight's episode. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck to say, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop with one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan now that I've got about, I don't know, 68% of my voice back. I've got Greg Sylvander back. I've got uh, Tropical Blanket or Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket back. The three of us are now going to look away from the heat a little bit although this is of course in the context of the heat now that free agency is over we even had some buyouts and players picked up after buyouts like for example the Rajan Rondo situation the Lakers seem to have 3,000 roster spots um, as long as Arts. you know as long as you know LeBron or you're associated with clutch in some way uh, we're going to go through the east and we're going to look at how some of the depth charts shake out 
now that free agency is essentially over. So we know who the look, we know who the lesser lights of the East are going to be. So we're not going to deal tonight with Detroit or Cleveland or, or some of those teams that are down there, but we're dealing with teams that have a chance to be playoff teams or competitive with the heat in the Eastern conference. So we're going to start here. Um, Cause I, and I think we, we have to just out of respect with the Milwaukee bucks. They are the champions. Uh, we can argue about, you know, Kevin Durant, the size of his feet or things that happened in that series, but they won. They won fair and square. They swept the heat out of the first round. They have a, a newly minted champion superstar, a guy who now knows he's the best player in the world, uh, not just sort of believing it, you know, but not having it play out in a team context. He won a championship. He's the MVP. He dominated. And he's got a couple of sidekicks he's comfortable with in Middleton and Holiday. But, Greg, what did they really do this offseason? Because it, it doesn't seem like much. You're right. They, they kind of kept their core group together. They brought back the most important pieces to that run um, for the most part. I mean, I think uh, Forbes only had uh, the breakout against the Heat, and then he didn't terrorize anybody else. So I don't know if I would include him in, like, the guys who really primarily contributed down the stretch of that run. And I may be forgetting a couple performances, but Portis is back. Um, you know, they did add Rodney hood, Grayson Allen. Those are some, some new faces there, but for the most part, they're kind of bringing back the same team. And I think that they probably look at it similar to how Miami has looked at past championship rosters or even finals participants. Like you try to bring back as much of that core as possible. Um, I would imagine they're not going to prioritize the regular season. There were going to be one of those type of teams. So um, I think it's status quo for them, but I definitely don't look at their depth chart and say, wow, they made a move to get exponentially better than what we saw last year. And they could have like, as much as they won that championship in six, honestly, like, I don't think anybody, uh, doesn't see like that that series could have gone Phoenix in six, you know, like it was very, it could have gone either way. Alex, um, the, the two guys they lost, I mean, Bryn Forbes, uh, you know, again, he hurt the heat. I know you liked him last year. He didn't play particularly well in the playoffs after the heat. Um, Quite the opposite. I didn't like him. <laughs> oh, I thought you did like him. Oh, I, did no, like I liked him, him because I knew I, mean, I didn't like him because I knew he was going to destroy the heat. Right. You liked the addition. But but let's let's ask this, because I mean, the heat, you know, not only did they go, you know, try to strengthen their own starting lineup in their own front court with P.J. Tucker, but but they they somewhat damaged, uh, you know, Milwaukee's. So so how exactly I mean, they plugged him in as a starter. I know that wasn't really the plan. DiVincenzo got hurt and they kind of played a little bit differently. But but how do they replace him? That's the tough part. So, like Leif was talking about there, they had a, a weird offseason. And I know a team like them, where they've already made their moves. It's not like they were going to make another big move. Uh, but it's not like they had a lot of options, so I understand that. But looking at the guys they lost compared to the guys they added, it's not great. Like, if I'm a Bucks fan, I mean, I just think it makes it easier if you're the Heat to go into next season. Like, okay, we literally got one of their guys, one of the reasons that they were able to just kind of kill us with size at every position. You made them a little bit smaller. And they got younger. Like, I mean, Rodney Hood isn't really young anymore. I don't know what he's going to do. But Grayson Allen, they added Semi Ojale as, like, their P.J. Tucker replacement, which I just don't buy at all. Like, no hate towards him. I just haven't seen that he can do that. Like, there's a reason the Celtics just let him walk for nothing. But I'm just not looking at the Bucks like this team to be fearful of. I'm Like, if I'm the Heat, I'm not fearing the Deer next season. I understand how badly they got their ass whooped, uh, excuse me, this past this past uh, year, but I'm just looking at this team like 
you know, you you're way more competitive than you were last season, matchup wise. If you're if you're the Heat, so I'm just looking at it like, you know, you got PJ out of there. This is probably the best case scenario. You know, Forbes is not back. They kind of just replace them with guys that are like, eh, who who's gonna stand out from those guys? Grayson Allen. So I don't know. I feel like they lost shooting. They got younger, but not better. They definitely got worse. So the one thing I think that's going to be better for them this year is, is they will play with, I think an arrogance um, that will be positive for them. I don't think they will be complacent. I don't think they're going to be a complacent champion because I I don't, they're not the kind of champion that everybody's putting up on the mountaintop. I think they're they're still going to have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. And I think Giannis will too, while having the confidence that he can do it. And, And I think that's a very dangerous thing. I think in some ways that will make up, for some of what they lost. I also think that they are a potential buyout magnet uh, for players as we get closer to the trade deadline. And they probably will be able to add a couple of pieces who want to latch on and say, okay, living in Milwaukee for two months, three months is not the worst thing in the world. I don't have to be there for three years um, and maybe I can win a championship. So I, I do think they will be able to upgrade with some veterans as they go, but I don't think they're prohibitive favorites. Now I think most people would say that the Brooklyn Nets are prohibitive favorites if they can get healthy. Now that's the question. We know what the depth chart is with those three guys. Um, but as of right now, is Blake Griffin back at this point? No. Yeah. And I, I mean, according to uh, just to, to let everyone know where I'm getting my depth charts from tonight, it's hoopshype.com. So this mm-hmm. is per them. They've got Blake Griffin slotted in at the starting center spot. Uh, but I don't know, you know, they love, uh, I know Nick Claxton is a young yeah. center and DeAndre Jordan's friends with everyone there, but <laughs> I, I kind of like, like the more that I look at that team, obviously like we love the top heavy component of that roster, but Bruce Brown is good. Patty Mills is a heat killer. Javon Carter's yeah. a good player. I like James Johnson in that setting. I think mm-hmm. that if he is, has his head in the right spot, place like this is a perfect spot for him to contribute in a really meaningful way and kind of like make sure that his superstars don't don't get pushed around so i like that too um so to me like this is the class of the east without a doubt yeah i i really like the patty mills move um i I just i I think to get a guy who can fill it up um he's been a consistent shooter but he's also played in high leverage games over the course of his career, like uh, whether it's it's playing, I was sort of leading. Bring it up. So, just saw what he did. Well, I, I was going to bring up the Spurs in the heat, but even just the Aussie national team and what he did to the U.S. or what he did to other teams there, um, he plays well in big games. And, and he also is in a position there where he can play off the ball a lot. Like, I just I feel it's a really good move. I, and then you mentioned Bruce Brown. I one of the advantages they had, or one of the, the, I think the positive byproducts of not being able to get their core guys healthy this year was that they did get playing time for some others. I don't know that they wanted Bruce Brown, maybe taking some of the shots he took, but they, they, they've added experience there. I guess my only question other than health, Alex, my other question is, is their front court rotation? I, I like Nick Claxton uh, in, in sort of a semi-limited role, um, but I don't think you're getting a lot out of Blake Griffin during the regular season. I, and I don't think you're getting a lot of DeAndre Jordan in the regular season, right? So we talk about how Milwaukee may be kind of slow playing it during the regular season. I feel to a certain degree, Brooklyn will be too, right? I get that. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's just kind of the general attitude. It feels like a lot of like the best teams in the league now, whether you've won or not, like part of the way that you get through the regular season 
is this kind of attitude, right? Where it's like, you, you know, where it's just kind of about getting to the other side. You're just trying to get there healthy. And it feels like I wouldn't be surprised if that's just kind of the way that they're rolling. But I'm looking at their team and I think they got just enough to kind of get through the regular season with, with just the right amount of dust specifically with Patty and also with Javon Carter, just not that Javon Carter is a shot creator or anything like that, but they added two guards there who, who will help take some of the load off of those guys who are, you know, like I said before, probably just not going to be giving a thousand percent every night in the regular season. It's good to, you know, from their aspect of it, those guys are going to take up time and minutes uh, you know, Cam Thomas, the, the the young wing, was balling out of summer league. I don't know if you True. can count anything from there. Uh, they they added DeAndre ben, uh, DeAndre Benbury and Nikaias' favorite. Yeah, he'll play uh, a lot. I, I think he will, right? I think so too. Like he's a good defender. Uh, he's actually a decent passer too. So another guy who could do some stuff with the ball in his hands. Maybe keep some of those other guys playing off ball. You know, just to take some pressure off of them. I I agree with you by the way about James Johnson. I like we obviously know what he brings and. The way that he plays on the floor is so, like, conducive to team ball. And the Nets were actually de- pretty good at that. Like, I think, like, for as much as they ISOed last year, yeah. they were a pretty good team at moving the ball, considering the type of ISO superstar talent they have. And J.J. is always moving around and screening and stuff. So I think they needed that type of stuff and the enforcer role. So I, I think the Nets are tough. The front court is a little, you know, it's-, it's a little weak, but that's still the class of the East. Yeah. And the front court stuff, I think, Ethan, you really bring up a, a great point in that it's shallow. And who knows? We're talking about JJ. He may end up playing some five on that roster, honestly. Oh, um, yeah. And the other guy, and he's on a non guaranteed contract, and only because I, um, you know, have got the chance to watch Indiana off and on. Alizé Johnson is a really good rebounder. Like that's the one NBA skill he possesses that's keeping him in the league. So I would just watch out for him as a guy that maybe could uh, find a role on the Brooklyn Nets this year. All right. We're going to get into the team at the top. That's in the most flux this off season, because we don't really know what they're doing before we do though. We want to tell you what to do. If you're going to a trade show, you got to reach out to everything That's everything based right here in Fort Lauderdale off of Las Olas, but they service the entire country. 954-791-8882. That's 954-791-8882. 8882. They're a one-stop shop for trade shops. They do trade shows. They do everything. The logistics, the booth, the graphics, the furniture, the flooring, even some tips to get you noticed. Trade shows are coming back. Trust me, I have a few friends who were just out with them in, in Las Vegas. So again, if you, you got to get your company back involved in them, and they can help you. They can teach you the difference between renting and buying. Schedule a free consultation. Mention five reasons. Not only will you get the free consultation, you get a free booth rendering. They'll show you exactly how it's going to work. So everythingtradeshows.com. Again, the phone number is 954-791-8882. All right, let's get to uh, the team that we don't know what the heck they're doing. Um, Philly, they won the East in the regular season. Uh, Daryl Morey put together a roster that fit. He got really good play out of Seth Curry. I mean, let's just be honest. He kind of robbed Dallas for Seth Curry, you know, trading Josh Richardson for him. They've got really nice young players, Tybal, Maxi, who got experience. I mean, they have a nice roster. They also have one of their two most important players, or you would think one of the two most important players, who was a complete playoff no-show, and now there's rumors he may not show up for the start of the season because he's upset that they're trying to trade him in Ben Simmons. Uh, if they go into the season with this team, Alex, what can 
they reasonably expect. I mean, if Ben Simmons is back on the floor, they were the one seed last year, right? And they've got young players are going to get better. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. They're going to be still a high seed, and we're going to go through the same song and dance again because apparently no team is willing to take on Ben Simmons at the price that Daryl Morey thinks he's worth. And shout out to Daryl Morey, like liking stuff about Ben Simmons' uh, playoff impact on Twitter. It's so <laughs> corny. Like all of that stuff that he's like, well, actually, this guy is, he's good in the playoffs, guys. Look at what this number says here. We, we all understand Ben Simmons can play defense. I think we, we all get that. Now, I'm sorry, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting, I'm going off chart here because you know how I am when it comes to the Sixers, but I'm looking at this roster. They got worse. They got worse. Like, they're just a very young team with pretty much a, a similar uh, like who did they lose? It's just George Hill at this point and they added George's Niang. I didn't even realize that part. Yeah, <laughs> and Andre like Drummond. Him. Like I just don't believe this team is actually like I think they got worse. I I some of those young guys are cool, but I'm just not worried about this team at all. It's going to be the same thing again. Like they just I don't believe in that team to ever have playoff success the way they're built right now. I think Alex summed it up with about the belief in the team and like on paper, like, yes, they have 10 functional players that if you put them together and you look at them in the way that they mesh on the basketball court, you can make a case for them being a viable contender and they could very well have a good record. But I just feel like until the Ben Simmons situation is resolved, there's going to be a cloud surrounding this team. And like, they're not the type of organization that can transcend a cloud surrounding them. They're just not like, that's why we make fun of them is that these clouds keep coming and they can never get out. They can't see the sky through the clouds so like what makes us think that this situation like this is the worst case scenario where their two generational young talents are not really meshing and their roster is not set and they can't find anyone to take one of them so like i am not putting them in the contender range until they get that resolved like they're just not stable enough to think differently in my opinion but is it fair to say that they still could finish with a better record than the heat in the regular season easily I wouldn't be surprised at all. Like, I mean, I just, I just do they the really have the better. guts to bring back that same team? The way that that finished, the way Simmons kind of like, if you go black back and one watch seed, they, how one he seed. played at the end of that, and the way that the team reacted to the way he played, they're they're really gonna bring him back? I just I don't see it. So I still think that they're going to shuffle the roster. They're gonna get pressured into it, and then they're gonna have to figure out what they are. And then at that point, maybe they still will be my, better than Miami. All right, let's go to the next one. And, and this is a team that the Heat could have finished oh, ahead man, of. Man, no more Sixers talk? No, I, I got to move on because I know you'll go on to the Sixers for 45 minutes. Uh, this is a team that the Heat could have finished ahead of, but of course they lost to them uh, when they didn't have two of their core players, uh, Trey Young and, and Clint Capella. And then we saw this team, Atlanta, kind of come together in the playoffs behind Trey, uh, find a game uh, that worked for them. And, and to be honest, they, they could have gone all the way to the finals. I mean, the, the way that things played out, uh, you know, potentially Easy um, they have made some changes, uh, but not major, major changes. Uh, Greg, when you look at the Hawks, like it, it, I don't think it's fair to call them a fluke, No, but I do think they benefited from certain things. I mean, how does this look for a full regular season? Uh, the path that Alex chimed in on about, like we have to acknowledge that, but they are a good up and coming young team. But here's the thing. Like, I think that they are going to look at that. I just said, here's the thing. Like I'm Ethan. That's yep, rubbing that off on me. That's not healthy. Yep. Um, so 
essentially remember when the heat used to sneak up on people like as uh there's been a couple different times they've had rosters that sneak up on people and and maybe even the bubble run was kind of sneaking up on people the hawks were that team last year especially as the playoffs were underway that shall not take place this year i think that they come back to earth and they're still in the middle of the eastern conference with the chance of always you know outplaying because of their young upside what do you think, Alex? I mean, I, again, I mean, we could joke about the path, but I mean, they, they have a young star. Okay. I don't know if you call him a superstar at this point. Um, John Not Collins is still off. on the roster. I mean, what, what do you think? I like what they did. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I think, you know, I agree that they're, I kind of look at them in a similar way that I do the Suns. that both of these teams were deserving to get as far as they did. I just look, I'm projecting towards, both conferences and the way they look next season, it's going to be tough for them to get back to where they were this season. I'd like bringing in DeLon Wright as a backup point guard. I think that's that's pretty solid comparing, you know, they had Rondo and Kendrick. I mean, not Kendrick Nunn, Chris Dunn there uh, last season. And, you know, they brought back the rest of their core there. It's a pretty deep team. You know, I just like their roster in general. A lot of really promising young players that have kind of grown in short time. I think, like, the one guy that we haven't seen take that jump yet that I think will within the next season or two, not, not a, a, like a star leap, but uh, just to being a little bit more relevant is that is the big they got, uh, Onyeka Okongwu, because he was impressive in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I know everybody yeah. compared him to Bam. I'm not going to do that. You know, <laughs> just from what he showed, the dude is, is really impressive. Obviously, they've got Capella as a starter there. I just think they're a little bit more solidified now. Like we talked about with the Bucks, this is to a lesser degree. I just think that confidence of like, we just got there last season, you know, we'll help them a little bit when it comes to the playoffs because they have that experience. Now I like the Hawks. Like I, if they weren't, a, you know, a division rival, I would really like this team. And they can, they can consolidate some of these young yes. pieces and make a move. So that's why they are like flying under the radar. No pun intended with the Hawks stuff is that of a team that can really ascend. Well, I will say this though. I, I checked it out with our new betting partner, bet us, uh, where if you use that code five, um, you'll get a 125% bonus. And as I looked at it, uh, the heater are pretty significant favorites to win the Southeast over the Hawks. And, and I was somewhat surprised by that, uh, that that's the way that that played out. So, you know, most people have the heat over them. I, I feel like the heat again, are a better playoff proposition. I don't know that I'd make them significant favorites to win the, not that anybody cares about the division, but significant favorites to win the division. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about a couple of other teams here, including one that surprised last year. And then who might be the other surprises this season. Before we do I want to tell you about a CBD company that will help me fall asleep tonight. hundred percent THC free and third-party lab verified. You know what I'm talking about? It's therapist preferred, go to therapistpreferred.com. Get the CBD sports cream for recovery. Get the strawberry lemonade gummies and the green apple gummies. Use the code five reasons. That's the number five reasons for 25% off your order. Again, that's five reasons, 25% off your order. They were founded a couple of years ago by a physical therapist to maximize performance and recovery for active people. This is where you want to go. It's kind of catching fire with our listenership here. So go to therapistpreferred.com. Use the code five reasons. That's the number five reasons for 25% off your order. All right. Whatever we think of the Knicks and whatever we think of Knicks fans and throwing a parade after winning one home playoff game outside the Sabaro. Um, the reality is this. Okay. And I'll be in New York this week. So maybe I, I don't know. I, is are they planting a banner above the Sabaro right over there on 33rd and seventh? We'll see. Um, by the way, it's terrible. Pizza. New York, you're making us borrow jokes. That's crazy. No, it's just, it's Th- terrible. They're in pizza. a lot of shopping malls. Like I, I don't think that that's like really unique. 
York pizza, here's the thing it? about New York pizza. If you want, if you're from New York, you go to Brooklyn and you get good pizza. You That's don't what I'm go, saying. Yeah. You don't go to Rays. You don't go to Sabaros. You don't go to any of those Isn't places. Sabaro in like Aventura Mall all day of day long. I'm sorry. That's crap. I literally could find better pizza here at Las Olas than I could find there. Okay. And I grew up in New York or kind of from, from uh, well, now it's like a third of my life, but at one point it was half. I, I I'll just say this. Okay. Uh, we have to take the Knicks somewhat seriously because they're well managed now. I think that that Tom Thibodeau and and that group, Leon Rose, they're doing the right things. But would you be? Would either of you guys be surprised if there's another team in the East, one we haven't mentioned yet, that maybe vaults over them this year? Because I don't see the Knicks as a top three seed in the East. Do Do you see Absolutely another team not. potentially vaulting? Which one? Which would you choose? Um, I, I have two. I know you asked Alex, but I dove in because I was not on mute. Um, I think Indiana is a dark horse to have a good regular season because I feel like if they're healthy, they're going to be a team that's playing for a seed. Like they'll be one of the few teams that really values the chance to get a good seed. So I would watch Indiana as a team. And then like as much as I clown them, like when you look at what Boston has put together, if the pieces can somehow fit, I like the depth on that roster in ways that maybe I don't love even Miami's depth, quite frankly. Um, I know that they have some question marks and some pieces that they need to figure out if they fit, but those are the two that jump out at me as teams that I think both actually will be better than New York next season. Alex, those that's not the one I thought he was going to choose. Um, what, you anyway, what, 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 would, what would you say? I guess the Bulls, just when yeah. I, you know, when it comes to my head, uh, teams that are going to get substantially better than they were last season, you know, they were like the 12 seed after they added Vucevic. Uh, so I'm assuming uh, adding Lonzo, adding DeRozan, you know, another year of Patrick Williams getting one, you know, just uh, being older. I just think they're going to be a lot better. I wouldn't be surprised if they're like a top seven seed, maybe a top six seed, depending on how hard they go during the playoffs. I mean, maybe it's a weird fit. Uh, I, I kind of like the way it goes together. Like, I think Vucevic there is a high post guy is going to make things easier for them, whether he's, you know, with the ball in his hands or not. It's going to make it easier for DeRozan and Levine to have space getting to the rim. I just think that what they have there makes a lot of sense. They were a low-key uh, – they were in the top half of the, of the league in defense last year under Billy Donovan with that Bulls roster, which is kind of insane. You know, I think that's that's yeah. like almost SPO level. Like, whoa, how did you get a, a top half defense out of this roster? And so um, the Celtics, the, the the Pacers, I completely agree. Like those teams are going to be better than they were. The Pacers and Celtics both had off years, similar ways to the to the Heat uh, did. Like just a lot going on between injuries and COVID and stuff. Uh, I just think the East in general is going to be deeper. Like I'm not really afraid of the Celtics' depth. That's the one thing. Like you know that Peyton Pritchard and Marcus Smart are their best bench players. After that, it, it gets pretty dry. So the Celtics got a lot tougher. I don't know how much like they got better. I just don't. To me, the the theme is about all of these teams kind of solidifying themselves, right? It's like the Pacers, the Bulls. I mean, the Knicks. It's true. I'm not taking them serious. You can't make me take them serious. But adding Kemba Walker <laughs> is an undeniably cool story. You know, uh, it's not gonna work out. Yeah, like it's fine. It's a cool story for them. It, 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 like he's gonna look cool making good tribute like, videos. Yeah, let, let, let me backs. throw one. Let me throw one more at you. Let me throw because I, I think I think the Bulls are kind of uh, the trendy choice here, and and I get I I, I do think Indiana is going to be better. I think that starting five has a lot of potential. Boston, I'm not sold on Boston, but that's a whole. You know, but Tatum, if he goes to another level, who knows? But but the only thing I would say is 
The one team I think is going to be better than people think. I don't know. I mean, they're not going to contend for a top five CDs. I think Toronto is, is going to be dangerous for a playoff spot. Like, I don't think they're a team you're going to want to play again. Remember the circumstances last year, they were sent to Tampa. They were there the whole year. You assume they're going to be back in Toronto this year. Um, they Boy, still have some good, they still have some good players. I mean, they do. Uh, OG is a good player getting better. Siakam, you know, say what you want about the spin cycle is still a good player. Damn good backup good point player. guard too. And well, we'll see what they have in Gora Dragic or what they flip him for. I mean, I, th- there is some talent, and Scotty Barnes is an interesting prospect. Like, there's, th- I don't think they're going to be down as long as people think. They don't bottom out. I just think they've gotten younger. They've kind of sort of reshuffled the core here, but I, I don't think they're a contending team. I think the Knicks are slipping back to a seven to nine range in the East. I, I don't see them elevating. I don't. I, I, to me, Julius Randle is a nice story, but he was figured out to a certain degree in the playoffs, and I think that's going to continue. Um, and I just forty-eight take that pressure off him. Well, no. forty-eight. I don't think it's enough. I like him. Ask Tatum how that went. He will against the Heat. He will against the Heat, but <laughs> that's, that's about it. Yeah, but but I, but I just think when you look at their roster, there's still not enough creation there. Um, there's still not enough necessarily rebounding there. I there's I don't they know. They just got way worse defensively, which is what they were really good at. And, right, and tips wears on guys going into the second and third season. Like I just I feel like that's gonna come back to earth. And plus, you know, in New York, they're gonna hype that team to death. And so when they have their first four game winning losing streak early in the season, it's gonna feel like the world is ending. I, I think that both them and Atlanta are going to come back a little bit, probably the Knicks more so. I do think, I believe in Billy Donovan as a regular season coach. I, I think he did a really good job in OKC. I, I feel like they will get better. I don't love Boston's point guard situation. So I, I don't I don't know how much I trust them, but I do think Tatum can elevate. And then I, I look at uh, Indiana. I think you're right, Greg. I think that was worst possible circumstance for them last year. TJ Warren hurt, bad new coach. Um, and a whole bunch of things that went on. Now they got Levert for a whole season. Yeah, I, I think they're going to be better. I guess we'll have to put the heat into this context here eventually. Yep. Um, we're not going to do that tonight, but we just wanted to give everybody something to think about. Check out our sponsors, cpt-florida.com, everythingtradeshows.com, of course, prizepicks.com. We always mention use that code five and therapistpreferred.com. Use the code five reasons. Have a good night. It's good we didn't talk about the Wizards for the Bradley Beal situation. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.